Good morning, Super Gluer. I hope you are ready for a very happy Friday, a day in which you are geared up and ready to kick some ass because I know that you've got good stuff going on. While you're a super gluer and you are holding it together for so many, you are also super powerful, a powerhouse, and you are ready to do great things today. So let's dive right in. We're going to get real, share in a morning prayer, and then gear up for a pretty kick-ass Friday. Let's do this. So hey, today we're going to be talking about cognitive biases. Woo. And we're going to spend a little time on this. So I'm going to talk about it today and probably uh, on a couple other podcasts because it's a pretty powerful understanding of the human brain. So, you know, our brain is is a powerful machine. The mind, oh my, the mind is a powerful machine. And the idea is that our mind can, you know, move in a million directions and, you know, things happen around us and we have... We have senses, things that we take in, and then we have, you know, information that's coming from from the environment that we're in, and our brains want to kind of organize this information. So, like, what happens is our brains experience something, and then its natural tendency is to make that something into, like, a logical or coherent or easy to navigate or understand situation. Like we're, we're constantly looking for that. Like our brains want patterns. Our brains want to make sense of things. So that we should first know. And so we should know too, that the mind generates thousands of conscious and unconscious thoughts every day. And these thoughts that we have help us to perceive uh, information. We, we receive what's happening around us and then we start organizing it, right? Like what makes sense to us? And Sometimes this really helps us to foster resilience. We're like, okay, this is what's happening. um, And here's how I'm going to gear up for it. And I'm going to be resilient and I can handle this. And then other times those thoughts, like we take the information in, we start to organize. And then those thoughts cause a lot of stress or uncertainty or other challenges. And so sometimes our brains can engage in error thinking. Like we we interpret a situation and we're just flat out wrong about it, right? But we can actually utilize some very specific strategies to help us correct these flaws and and kind of think about what might be leading to mistakes in our thinking about ourselves or others or the world. And so, you know, if you think about it, like your your brain is like a machine. Uh, and if you you have these natural reactions to things that are happening, but if you apply some strategies or tools then you can inevitably begin to correct thinking mistakes. And I mean, I think that's what they're called. They're like thinking mistakes or things that we think, but they're actually mistakes. And uh, if we work through our thinking mistakes with awareness and intentional practice, then we can save ourselves a lot of undue stress. So what does this mean? Okay, so I want you to kind of think about it from the standpoint of uh, if we have mental health strategies in place and we're we're utilizing them for personal wellness and we recognize the effects of thoughts on feelings and behaviors, then we can correct some of the thinking that really isn't logical or or really isn't, I guess I would more say it really isn't accurate thinking. And that's the cognitive bias. Like the cognitive bias is the fact that we have these thinking mistakes, okay? And and what happens to us is, and by the way, this happens to all humans. So 
it's not that we should feel bad about this or think that we are like free from it or that we're trying to get free from it. We're going to do that sometimes. We get our feelings hurt or we overreact to a situation or whatever. But the key is we can actually put some strategies and we're going to talk about them in it today uh, to help us so that we don't start to make decisions based on thinking mistakes. So I guess I want to say that again. It's not that you can avoid thinking mistakes or cognitive biases. You're going to have them sometimes. It just happens to us. But what we do as a result of those cognitive biases or thinking mistakes is what's essential because we don't want to start making poor decisions. So, okay, let's get into real life examples here. So, for example, uh, when we think about it, you know, um, if we, if we, okay, this is one for me, I can say like, I would always say things like, you know, I'm not good at math. I just, I don't do math. I'm terrible with math. And, um, I worked with a really incredible, incredible math teacher and coach. And, uh, you know, she would like, stop saying that, you know, and very gently, uh, Gently, yes, with she was very gentle, right? With gentleness, <laughs> she would tell me to stop doing that. And over time, I started to think, like, wait, I like math, I can be creative, my mind uh, can do this, you know, okay, all that. So, you get where I'm going, right? So, the way the mind perceives the world has a lot to do with how we uh, engage in our stressors. And so, if we start to say things like, I'm not good at math, we're we're not going to be good at math because in other words, our perception is everything when it comes to cognitive bias, okay? So if you think about it, like I want you to imagine that um, you, you, let's say you invite some friends over for dinner, like you, you have a, you're like, I'm going to put myself out there, invite these two people over for dinner, okay? Whatever, I'm going to try to build new, new friendships. And then both people decline, like they just give you a reason why they're not going to come. Um, you might, cognitive bias might be that you start to think that something's wrong with you or they don't want to be around you. And it may have nothing at all to do with that. They truly cannot come for whatever reason. But what will happen sometimes in our bodies is we start to generate these thoughts and we get tension. We can start to feel tension like in our neck and uh, maybe have trouble breathing, we get nervous, you know, and, um, and and we start to believe whatever it is that this crazy thought of these people decline my dinner invite, whatever, because they just don't want to be around me. Okay. Um, and so it seems sort of, you know, that's a sort of silly example, but I think we do this all the time, honestly, more than we realize. So I think we have to watch how th- something happens and how we perceive it. And then how our uh, thoughts start to really creep up and we start to have doubts, okay? Because of whatever silly thought, like we just sort of made up something, okay? So if we think about it, um, I guess in terms of our, our our individual thinking about self and others and the world, we have to also recognize that the way we think has a direct influence on sensations in our body, um, and then that body signal helps us to generate how we feel. And then we might begin to act on all that. So there's this really cool framework and um, it's a cognitive loops framework. And I wish I would accurately quote the right the right person who came up with this because it, it was not me at all. But um, 
I'm learning about some of this through a course that I'm taking on employee and workplace stress and management. And, and basically, I'd love to get credit where credit is due, but I don't have it in front of me. But the way I'm understanding is like, okay, you have a thought and it leads to emotions and emotions leads to behaviors. And somewhere in there, our body starts to fire off signals. And so it's like this loop. It doesn't always go in an exact order. Um, but we really just, you know, we might notice that a little bit more, like a situation happens and then we might be thinking something terrible and then we feel it in our bodies and then we have emotions. And then the real crappy point is when we start behaving based on all of that, that just came from a thought and none of it was ever accurate, <laughs> you know? So I guess the the point of today is to really think about our, our cognitive loops, like the, the crazy loop that our brain will go through um, and our cognitive biases and really start to be aware of that. And uh, these are really important in the workplace because sometimes, you know, people will have a stressful situation and then uh, an employee, you know, jumps to a conclusion and a behavior uh, mis- or a, a mistake happens. Um, which is the behavior, right? And then we have some kind of like thoughts about this and we start to feel it in our bodies. And then uh, we're, we've got emotions and we're making decisions based on all of this. So, okay, I think that's a lot for today. I do wanna share with you some of the strategies that I've learned around this, but I'm gonna do that in an upcoming podcast. What I would like to challenge you to do today, Super Gluer, is to really just think about your own cognitive loops. Like begin to notice situation, boom, Emotion comes from the thoughts. We don't go right to emotion. So I need you to notice that. Like situation, boom, what's the thoughts that we have? What are the thoughts? And then how does our body start to fire? Because then emotion comes and oh my God, then we start to act on emotion and we start to behave off of emotion, which all came back from a thought from a thought, not even reality sometimes. All right, we're gonna dive into this one a little bit more because I love it, but I think we'll we'll go to what uh, the Bible says on this. And, and Proverbs 4.23 says, um, keep your heart with all vigilance, or yeah, vigilance, vigilance, vigilance. I don't know why I said that. It's late. Uh, vigilance from, for from it. Uh, flow the spring of life. And what what this really is talking about is like, God knows your heart, okay? So if you are doing things and, 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 and your intentions are focused back on doing the right thing and you are standing up for, for people that need to be stood up for and you are standing up for situations to help others, God knows that. So when we get emotional and reactive, don't be hard on yourself. God knows your heart. When your heart is pure, he knows that. Uh, but keep it pure. Like, you know, have that vigilance uh, of of heart uh, at the forefront of everything and life will flow from there. And that's not to say that we won't act on our emotions sometimes, but if we can pause before we make uh, decisions or start to act, we're going to have a much greater experience in life. Right. And so Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Oh my gosh. So check your heart. And I think, you know, most of you super gluers, I would imagine, 
I don't always know everyone who's listening in terms of like having a personal relationship, but most of the people uh, that I do know that listen have incredible hearts and their intentions are super pure. So we're going to have thoughts sometimes. We're going to have cognitive biases. Um, We're going to have things that pop up that create emotion, but we don't necessarily have to act on them. And if we take action, let it be action of the heart. Let it be action of doing good in this world and putting out good and standing up for those who need to be stood up for and having advocacy uh, in the work that we do. So let's bow our heads and pray. Father God, woo! Thank you so much for giving us pure hearts. Help us to continue to purify our hearts. Lord, help me personally to examine my heart when I lay down every single night and think about why I am reacting or acting the way I am. Where is my heart? And correct me, oh Lord, correct me for the times in which my heart is not aligned to good for this world. Oh my goodness, Lord, help me to keep control of my thoughts and reactions and responses. And Lord, I pray for every super gluer here that they will feel so empowered that when a thought comes, that they will not feel that they have to take that thought and run rampant with it, but rather that they will go to you in prayer to examine the thought before taking action. Lord, I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Hey, Super Glorious, get out there and have a kick-ass Friday. Bye for now. <laughs>